It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with yours truly, Ben Mahich. I cover the team for Bullets Forever, and I'm joined here with Anthony Cittadino, the greatest co-host of all time. Go subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast on the Locked On NBA Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Throw us a follow on Twitter, at Locked On Wizards. Anthony, we have a great show ahead of us. We finally got a COVID update, some positive, optimistic news from the Wizards. We might have a game Friday. We'll touch on that a little bit. And we got a little bit of an update on Russell Westbrook's status, too. Anthony, how are you doing? We got a new president in town. Tell these guys in D.C. and these gals in D.C. what's up with you, man. How's life? I'm well, Ben. I'm well. I hope you're doing well. I hope everyone out, out there that, that is listening is doing well. Happy Inauguration Day, D.C., we have a new leader, new leader of the free world. And, but yeah, we got a lot to talk about, Ben. Um, we had a impromptu press conference tonight with, with our boy Scotty Brooks and Bradley Beal. This, this is the second press conference in a row that kind of came out of nowhere. Ben, ben it, we talked a lot about what you know has, has been going on with the guys with, with their nine days off since they've really played together and in practice today they had a, they had a little a little bit of a practice today and we and we got to talk with Scott what are you what are your thoughts on this press conference that we that we had today yeah they, Scott Brooks I mean a few things really stood out Scott Brooks said that they had a practice but said it wasn't really a practice he seemed glad that they're finally back in the court they missed nine straight days of practice five straight games postponed so they weren't together for a while it's probably the biggest layoff uh, since this COVID season has started for the NBA. One of the main takeaways for me, Anthony, we'll touch on this a little bit. Brad Beal and Scott Brooks were kind of hesitant about moving forward. With eight players, there's obviously inherent issues there with just the lineups and the things that you can do. And we'll read off the list of players who were out. But what are your thoughts on this, Anthony? We got eight players. Is it realistic for this team to start playing Friday or what? Right. That's just a whole whole mess to really start talking about but with the players out right now we have Denny Advia he is out following health and safety protocols same thing with Davis Bertans Troy Brown Jr. Rui Hachimura Ish Smith Mo Wagner 
and and that's it. Russell Westbrook, he's out with his left quad, and obviously Thomas Bryant is out with his ACL injury. So right now, that that's what they're trying to figure out. I mean, they did not have much of a practice today. I'm I'm guessing that they did not go anywhere near full speed. Not not doing anything basketball wise in the past nine days. Bradley Beal told us that he hasn't even been doing too much at home. He's been getting rest, which is great. Thank God he's been getting his rest, uh, but he hasn't been working out too much. And, and if they were to go, you know, full, full, you know, speed in one of these practices coming up, that is a recipe that could be a recipe for an injury coming up and seeing the bucks on their, you know, coming up on their schedule Friday, with them still not postponing the game yet, there's question marks surrounding it. And seeing them, if, if they were to go out there and, and play the Bucs, for, for me, I just think that would be bad news. They haven't played, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be 10, 10 days tomorrow. And the Bucs, they're rolling. They're 9-5 nine, nine and five right now, and they just – it, it just would not be, uh, to me, this would not be smart. I don't know why they would want to rush it and, and force eight guys out there to play and what, play Brad like 40, you know, you know, 42 minutes. It's just, I, I don't know what, I, I don't think they, they should do this. I don't think they should, they should play right now. They should wait it out um, and continue postponing it just for the, the sake of the team really. And just, I mean, the guys that are healthy right now, keep them healthy. If you bring them back, you know, to, to play a game against a team that is one of the best teams in the league that that might not bode well for for the, for Washington injury-wise because that happens to players all the time when they don't ease back in. So, so for me, I don't think it would be smart at all for the Wizards to, to play Friday against the Bucs. Unless they had more players, but they just don't, Ben. They they have eight, the minimum. I don't. I, for for me, I just don't think it's smart. I don't. I, I, what are your thoughts? One of the things that really stuck out to me, and here's who's available. You listen to the guys who aren't, and it looks like there's less players available than unavailable. Right. You got Brad Beal, who's still in. Howell Neto, Jerome Robinson, Isaac Bonga, Garrison Matthews, Robin Lopez, Cassius Winston, and Anthony Gill. Winston and Gill basically haven't played all season. Then you have a bunch of role players there. You have. Four guards or five guards, one center, and a couple of forwards, which means that you can't really even field a traditional lineup. One of the curious things to me with this, Anthony, we're sitting here and we're saying like, oh, they have seven, eight guys available. Why didn't the NBA have what the NFL has in the sort of like a practice team, a practice squad where you have at the minimum three or four players who are kind of just on your roster, but unavailable unless, you know, ish hits the fan and you need players available. And that's what's happened to the Wizards. Like they're they're rocking with these guys who haven't played all season. Cassius Winston and Anthony Gill, uh, they haven't played in nine days. Five games have been postponed. It's like why why didn't they have four or five players waiting in the wings for a chance to play? You have veterans signing up for the G League draft. They have guys like Jamal Crawford ready to play, right? Michael Beasley ready to play. All these vets who you know what they're going to give you ready to play and they're available. Yet they're they're free agents. If the NBA approached this reasonably, they would have expanded the roster already as opposed to adding a single uh, third two-way player. It's like one player isn't going to make a difference for the Wizards right now. They barely, barely have a team to field out there. And like you said, we'll touch on this a little bit more and get on Bradley Beal's comments and, and, and how him and Russell Westbrook will approach this. But it's unsafe. It's unsafe to put players out there knowing that they have to play 35 plus minutes. 
and doubly it's unsafe because they haven't played in over a week. It's an absurdity that we're even talking about this. I I, I guess that it's it's good that we are because it looks like they're in the process of getting back to playing. But look, for them to play tomorrow, I I don't know. That seems pretty ridiculous. Right, it, it it does seem ridiculous. I mean, I mean tomorrow, as in as in Thursday, right? We're recording Wednesday night, so yeah. I mean, the, the, the pretty essentially the next day, and this it's just it's nutty. It is it, it flat out is, and these guys need to continue resting until they have a a, a suitable team to to go out and, and play against teams that have not been at a halt like the Wizards have. The and, and really the Wizards they've had. They've had the most tr- trouble with with COVID uh, among the teams in in, in the NBA. I, I'm pretty sure tonight after that, after Memphis and Portland would, after they postponed their games, I think it's now up to 17 games that have been that have been postponed, which is, you know, a high number, right? So it, you know, it just would not be in the best interest for the Washington Wizards to go up against a team that has not really taken a break, that is still that has been playing every night, that you know is one of the top teams in the league. And these guys have not been playing. It would just, it would make no sense whatsoever. They, and, and Ben, you're right. It's ridiculous that we're even discussing this. It, it really, it, it truly is. And I, I don't know what they're waiting for, but I'm, I, I am almost certain tomorrow we will get an update at some point before lunch that, uh, that the game will be postponed because I, I can't see this being, being a decision they make Friday. That would just that, that it seems super irresponsible if if, if they really if, if it goes if it goes to Friday we, we haven't heard anything that that just seems like they're really really trying to force this and and what what would that do really fielding eight guys you know what you know 12, 12 13 games into the season that's just not doesn't seem too smart for me uh, I mean you've already postponed five in a row I mean what's a sixth you 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 just got to wait this out. It sucks. It's the world we we live in right now. I mean, COVID wise, you know, there you know, there's there there's eight guys out. So we just need to wait this out, and hopefully they make the right decision. I I mean, I I'm with you on on the safety part of about this. I mean, we got to start start thinking about these guys' families. Like this is this is not this is nothing to mess around with. And every day they're at risk out there because there's there's really no rules in place once they leave. They just gotta you know follow the rules of, you know, wearing a mask when they're out and stuff, but there, but there's no bubble sort of, sort of a uh, atmosphere. And there's, there's just, there, yeah, there's no rules like of, of them gathering. So it's, this is all, um, it, it just, it just seems like kind of a waste to even discuss when this, this should hundred percent be postponed Friday. I absolutely agree, Anthony. And, and speaking of waiting it out, I remember the days when Harold, my Honda, something would happen to him. Um, I'd need to repair something and I'd have to wait it out because the parts were just simply too expensive. And that's when I discovered rockauto.com. This is a place where I got the same parts for my Honda, but for much cheaper and from the same professionals and the do-it-yourselfers that you can trust with your car, Anthony. If you have issues with your car and you don't want to break the bank, Go to rockauto.com. And when you go to rockauto.com, go to their How Did You Hear About Us page and type in Locked On so they know that we sent you. It's all the parts you'll ever need on rockauto.com.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, we talked about the injury concerns and just the limited amount of time, basically no time that the Wizards have had to prepare for Friday's game against Milwaukee. Scott Brooks, I thought, was kind of hesitant. He didn't want to full-on commit and say the NBA should step in. We shouldn't play Friday. Bradley Beal, though, he was a little bit more blunt. He said playing Friday, I believe, and I quote, he said it would be a recipe for injury. And he also said him and Russell Westbrook plan on actually taking some action, calling on the Players Association to discuss their concerns about playing Friday. Obviously, Russell Westbrook isn't playing Friday anyway, but I love the leadership there. Anthony, what is your reaction to this? Do you think they, the Wizards should be putting their sort of efforts into this and making sure the Wizards don't go forward with Friday? Or should they just kind of trust the league and allowing it to, you know, allow them to figure out what's best for them? I really think trusting the league and, and what they have, I mean, their best judgment so far has really just been, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm sorry to put it bluntly, but like they, they want to make money. 17 games have been postponed and there has not been any sort of whiff of, of maybe a, a two week shutdown of any sort. I love that Bradley's Bradley and, and, and Russell are, are going to do this. Um, Bradley being the, the uh, top union rep for, for the, uh, for the Washington wizards. This is a great move for them. Brad, he's taking action right now because it, it's needed right now. And, and to, to your question, should the wizards, you know, you know, back them up and, you know, make sure that they don't play this game. Of course they should. This, again, like like we talked in the first segment, this does not make sense why they're even considering playing Friday. They got they have eight guys, the minimum. I mean, that, that like, even even eight guys, that just doesn't make any sense to me this early in the season. It just does, it doesn't, and, and it's dangerous. These guys go home to their families every day. The team already has, is riddled with, with COVID. I mean, they already, and now they're having staff members get COVID. So they need to just wait it out, figure out when is best to come back to play. And the league will figure out when these games will be rescheduled or the league will take a two week, you know, hiatus at some point, if this gets way more out of hand, which, you know, in my mind, I, I already think it's, you know, out of hand, 17 games have been post postponed and it's, it just seems like it's, it's getting worse every day. I don't, I mean, we don't know what they're going to do, but I think this is a great move by Brad and Russ and, and I, and I hope the wizards back them up. And I, I just hope they make the right decision because right now this is not, this would, that would not be ideal for the wizards whatsoever. This early in the season, I, I, after not playing in over a week, nine days, it's going, they, they won't be playing in, in, in almost 11 days. Once, once we get there and, it it won't that would not make sense, especially against a team like the Bucks. They need to postpone this. They need to protect their players, and they just need to rest to get back into shape. I mean, 
almost two weeks without any basketball activities. That's, I mean, tonight, like you said, we're not even going to count that as a, as a practice, right? Cause that, that, that's what Scott Brooks said. So they probably weren't going full speed. They probably weren't even going half speed. They were, you know, they were probably just happy to be back on the court. Scott Brooks said it tonight. He said, you know, it was like therapy. It's like therapy for us. We, we were able to get back out there and I'm happy they were able to do that, but this does not, this should not mean that they play Friday against Milwaukee in any capacity, just because they had a, you know, a, a quick practice that, that in his mind was not a real practice. So we should see a postponement uh, notification tomorrow at some point, hopefully, and not, um, you know, not Friday, you know, not leading to Friday where they may decide to play, which I don't know, Ben, like that. We just, we just talked about it in the first segment. So, I mean, how, how injury wise, of course, we're looking at that, but how else negatively can, can that affect the, the wizards if they, if they do play? This is what really rubs me the wrong way about this, Anthony. Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, obviously barring a crazy injury, they'll be totally fine. They've made enough money in their careers where if they never play another game again, they will be set. But then we have a guy like Cassius Winston who hasn't played very much this year. He's a second-round pick. His spot on the roster is shaky as is. You're going to have to count on him to play 20, 25 minutes a game. He hasn't played in over a week. He's going to risk injury. God forbid he gets hurt. It's like, what is the, what sort of message is the NBA sending to these players? That if you're the Washington Wizards and haven't practiced in nine days, five games in a row postponed, you have a... Scott Brooks basically said that we shot around on Wednesday. He said, yeah, they shot around on Wednesday. Right. We did some one on zero. He said, these guys are world-class athletes. They haven't played in nine days. I'm not going to throw them in there for a full, full scrimmage. It doesn't make sense. I don't want them to get hurt. And love that. So, so then, contrary to that, what message would the league send to Scott Brooks and the Wizards and say, hey, you might not be comfortable even practicing with these guys after a nine-day layoff, but we're comfortable with you guys playing a full-length NBA regulation game. That is beyond the scope of what the NBA should be doing. And look, besides the basketball repercussions of this and the logistical issues that they'll run into with trying to reschedule these games and whatnot, the message it sends to the NBA and, and the players who are the product, with all due respect to, Dave, to, to Adam Silver and everybody else who, who runs the league, nobody cares about them because they're not the product. They need to show the utmost care for these players and make sure that they're not putting them in front of harm's way because without these players, hey, there is no NBA. So you consider the money aspect, the economic impacts of canceling games. I simply do not care because if these players keep – continue to get hurt or god forbid they suffer significant injuries on friday if they play i mean that stains the nba they they need to do better they need to show more respect for these players and if they play on friday i think it's incredibly disrespectful to the washington wizards and more importantly it's incredibly disrespectful to the players who make the product that is the nba so i think they need to put their best foot forward and cancel the game asap 100 percent we don't have the NBA. We don't have the game that we love without the top players in the world. And that's just what they are. They are world, world-class athletes. And this should not be an issue that they have to deal with. This game should be postponed. And, and, and I am, I'm almost hundred percent sure that it will be postponed. Hopefully we'll get some good news tomorrow. You know, that it will be postponed and just that, and, and, and that will give Wizards fans and, 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 and everyone, you know, that, that, that follows the team, you know, some sort of assurance that, hey, I mean, it, 
this is fine right now. This is totally fine. And like, again, like this is, this is a great thing for Russell's injury. They're not playing games. He's resting. He's going to be able to like play all these games at some point. Like they're going to postpone these games probably for the end of the season. This the second half of the, the schedule that, that they have not released yet, but this is fine right now, especially if they only have eight guys. This is not this, 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 uh, yeah, Ben, I'm a hundred percent with you. This, they, they, they just need to postpone it ASAP and um, put their players first. And what we've seen with the players association for the NBA, it's one of the strongest players associations in, in all of sports really worldwide. And it's one of the most progressive leagues there is And handling COVID is, is something that, that um, the players, they, they don't take lightly. So yes, we want to see, you know, them treat the players with the respect they deserve. They bring the product. This, this is what they do. They, you know, they, they, they run the show. I mean, essentially not, you know, not in the business side aspect, but they, they are, you know, our, our entertainment, they are why we watch and, and yeah, I would just love to see them, uh, you know, come forward, postpone this game and, you know, really show them that they do care. And then that, that this is not just, you know, all, all about money, all about viewership, just because of how hurt really they were last year, you know, money-wise, revenue-wise. doesn't matter. I mean, these players' lives, their families' lives over all of that, no matter what, and I don't care. It just, I mean, of course, I love basketball. You know, the game that we love, I want to see them play, but I want to see them play when they are safe to play. So hopefully we'll get good news. The game will be postponed, and we can move on with the season and get, and hopefully these, you know, we, we can see some Wizards players, uh, you know, get back to normal test, you know, and, and test negative at some point and, and, and be fully healthy. But before we get into to more about the, the potential game against Milwaukee and really um, more comments from, from Bradley Beal and, and Scott Brooks, I want to tell you guys about bet online. Are we ready for some football NFL divisional rounds just finished up? championship Sunday right around the corner. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code lockdown for your 50% welcome bonus. The AFC and NFC championship games are set Brady versus Rogers, two hall of famers battling for another Super Bowl chance. Mahomes and the chiefs look to advance their second Super Bowl in two years. And Josh Allen and the bills have been rolling. Who's going to meet up in the Super Bowl? Who's your pick? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in the, get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to get basketball smart, it starts with listening to the Hollinger and Duncan podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. NBA analytics pioneer and front office insider John Hollinger joins Dunk Don podcast host Nate Duncan to bring you the scouting reports, game breakdowns, and salary cap analysis. Subscribe to the Hollinger and Duncan podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Welcome back, DC. You're still locked on Wizards with Ben Mahich and myself, Anthony Cittadino. Ben, since the Wizards have this depleted roster right now, since we have eight guys out, since it's really up in the air still about this game Friday against Milwaukee in Milwaukee, if they do move forward with, with this game, I guess for you, what does this say about, about the league? Or, I mean, really just or the franchise that, that, that are making these decisions. If they move forward with, with Milwaukee, does, does this mean, you know, we're, we're going to see eight players against San Antonio and Houston and new Orleans coming up, um, you know, and, and, and Scott Brooks has said that, that a lot of the guy, a lot of these guys aren't going to be, you know, testing negative for the foreseeable future. They, they, they had just tested positive and, and they're, and they're ailing right now. So, so what what do you think if if they if they move on with this game, they play Friday, what does this mean for their immediate future? Yeah, so we have six players out with COVID. Then you have Thomas Bryan who's out with torn ACL, which is still mind blowing. I haven't even processed that. Mm-hmm. Then you have Russell Westbrook who's laboring this um, injury as well, this quad injury. So that means even if they don't play Friday, like you said, Scott Brooks said, you know, these players, we don't really know when we're going to get them back. It's day to day with COVID. You never know when they're going to be cleared. Um, And even if they were clear to play basketball, it doesn't mean the day they're able to play, you can throw them into NBA games. They're also going to need to get into game shape. And COVID is another, adds another um, sort of wrench in this because obviously it impacts your conditioning and whatnot. So for the foreseeable future, we'll probably have eight players, which is like, Ridiculous. I anticipate the Wizards adds at least one or two more players to their roster, um, of course, because that, having, having to play multiple games with eight players is impossible. But it's been done before. The Sixers played with seven players. We mentioned this previously in another podcast where Dwight Howard had to play point guard. But there's some positive things to this, Anthony. Some of the players who we haven't gotten to see throughout the season because of just lack of minutes and rotations, and poor Troy Brown is out, so we're not even going to see him. But Guys, like, I'm, I'm excited to see what Anthony Gill can do. This is the player who the Wizards right. have been high on right. for years. For two, They've been trying to sign him for two years. They finally managed to get him from Kimchi out of out of um, Russia. He's a player who can really shoot the ball, space, and he's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, so he's a tall uh, forward. I like his game. He's an older rookie, but he's seasoned. He's someone who I feel like if he was in the right situation, he would end up being this random good role player. Um Royce O'Neal in, in Utah, no one knew who he was. He averaged like seven points per game overseas. The Jazz signed him because they loved his attributes, his physical attributes, the defense. And now he's one of the best like 3 and D wing players in the league. And Utah is obviously a perennial uh, sort of contender if you want to label him, label him that. And he gets regular minutes. Anthony Gill is a similar player in the sense that like he's, he's a 28-year-old rookie, but he's coming in with so much experience. He can shoot the lights out. I'm excited to see him. Cassius Winston as well. Um, I call him baby Kyle Lowry. I'm not the first one to make that comparison. He can shoot the ball. He plays really hard. Obviously has that grit coming out of Michigan. He's someone who I'm excited for. Isak Bong is finally going to get extended minutes too. So not all is lost, even though they have eight players. We'll see who they add. Maybe it'll be Alex Len. Maybe we'll get a Yang Nahimi reunion. Who knows? We'll see. But I don't know, Anthony, who are you excited? Who do you think can benefit the most out of this situation in the sense that they weren't guaranteed minutes before and now they have minutes and who do you think can take the most advantage of those minutes so when we get back to normal they're still in the rotation right I mean I'm kind of looking more towards their their front court 
Um, we saw before they really started postponing these games that Robin Lopez and Mo Wagner were going to start getting around 20, 25 minutes each, probably splitting time at the five and see, like really seeing who's going to, um, you know, jump at the opportunity. We, we saw Robin Lopez had a pretty good game and, and Mo, Mo Wagner, he, he played some good minutes. I, I was definitely impressed with him, but you know, as, as well with, with guys like, you know, like you said, like Garrison Matthews and, and Anthony Gill, if Anthony Gill's given the opportunity, if he's given the minutes, sure. Absolutely. I would love to see what he can do. Obviously like, you know, the, everyone on the teams, Scott Brooks included, you, you know, ha- they have the confidence that he can shoot. Just would love to see him get the minutes just to, um, for him to, to prove that, you know, out there and Garrison Matthews, we, we know what we can, what we can expect from him. And we definitely have not seen his ceiling. So I would love to see more of him out there. Um, if, if they do play, but again, Ben, like really like, I, I, this is, this would not be a good thing if, if they're playing, I mean, yeah, like, we, we want to see basketball and Bradley's brought up today that a lot of guys in the league, they want to play, they want to hoop, like, you know, Hooper, you know, like that, that's just what they want to do. But there's also a lot of guys in there that are, that are putting health first that are, you know, really like cautious about their family, their loved ones that they're, they're around all the time. So there are mixed emotions in the league right now. To me, I'm definitely more on the side of caution health wise. And I just want this team to be fully healthy before, before they come back to action. But if they jump the gun, if they feel that eight players is fine to play with and they want to they wanna, uh, con- continue play, then yeah, guys like that, I want to see Troy Brown back in the rotation. I would love to see Troy Brown get around 25 minutes to, I mean, he he's such a capable 6'6 guard. I mean, they, they, they use him at the three. He's, I would love to see him, you know, facilitate more, be more, you know, play more of his game as, as really the playmaker that, that he was um, last season and not the, the spot up shooter, the kind of catch and shoot guy that they've been using him as this season. Um, Cause he obviously you, Ben, you, you and I know, and the listeners out there know that, that he's much more than that. So yeah, guys like that, for sure. I would love to see them get more of an opportunity, but right now I'm, I'm still rooting for this game to be postponed um, and really, really any game to be postponed until they're they're able to to field at least a couple more guys at least they're able to have you know a few more a few more options yeah i i think though i think just precedent says that the nba doesn't really care as long as you have eight players they're willing to throw a game out there we saw that with philly they literally did not have an nba team that was ridiculous and they put out seven players they counted mike scott as available even though he wasn't and they did it just for the sake of playing an nba game it was ridiculous so the nba has shown that if you have eight technically players available they'll play the game but i think the wizards understand that you know the ball's in their court in the sense that they have the chance to add more players so I think even though we have eight available players now, the Wizards are going to take it upon themselves to you know, maybe call up a couple of their G League players. I know they're high on someone like Jordan Bell. I think maybe someone like him will get an opportunity. Or maybe they'll look outside of the G League and add a free agent or two. But I don't think we're just going to see eight players moving forward. Um, I think they'll add a few more. But I like the, that, that you mentioned Garrison Matthews. Every year we see a player who just explodes because someone gets hurt or they get an unexpected opportunity. Garrison Matthews, I've been so high on because he has – What's he, he's a gem in the sense that his shooting is elite and say what you will about him. 
maybe I'm over exaggerating or over complimenting his shooting skill. I really don't think I am. He's that good of a shooter. And in the shooters league, when he can shoot that well, there's a place for you in the NBA long term. We've been seeing it with guys like Duncan Robinson, right? Players who come out of nowhere who can shoot the lights out and they earn their place in the league. Garrison Matthews is not going to have – he's got the green light now. The, there's, Scott Brooks has no choice but to let this guy let it fly. And the same thing is true with Anthony Gill. Maybe we'll see Cassius Winston break out and have show that he can be a reliable backup point guard. And maybe the Wizards will be the finesse of trade involving Ish Smith and getting a big. Who knows? I think this can be, have a cascading effect and how they evaluate their team going forward. So I don't think all is lost in this. Not, we, we get to see Robin Lopez shoot threes now just because he's the only Thank God. on the team. Thank God. So it'll give you guys more reason to take shots about the game. <laughs> but I don't know. We'll see. I, I think there's. it's not a loss. Maybe Isak Bonga shows that he can be a consistent player. Um, it's not ideal. Scott Brooks kept saying in the press conference, this is obviously less than ideal. But guess what, Anthony? The season is less than ideal. You get what you have to work with. If they do postpone Friday, which I hope they do, it's not like things are going to change for the Wizards on Saturday or Sunday or Monday right. or Tuesday. They're stuck with eight players for probably the next week. And we don't know what's up with Russ. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I think there is some something to be said for maybe one or two players breaking out. And guess what? Even if they don't, that's that's Tommy Shepard says, hey, guys, you guys, you guys got 25 minutes a game. Isak Bonga, you played 30 minutes a game. And you showed nothing. So now it's time to move on. So I think it'll help them evaluate the roster. It really should. And if those guys are given those minutes, then we can really see what we're working with, with uh, guys coming off the bench. And, and Scott can play around with rotations. But yeah, again, um, I'm interested to see how um, how the Wizards handle this coming up to Friday. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how Bradley Beal and um, Russell Westbrook approach the Players uh, you know, Association you know, with this issue and, and yeah, I mean, do, I mean, I just can't wait for wizards hoops to be back, you know, with, you know, with this behind them, hopefully they can get back into rhythm, not have guys fall to COVID and we can, we can watch some consistent hoops again, huh? Yeah. I don't know when that day will come, but it will come. And, and the weird positive thing to come from this is the wizards, basically the entire roster got it. So it's like, Moving forward, they dealt with this issue, and it's been such a difficult issue to get through. But they're getting through it, and once they get through it, they won't have to really worry about it anymore. So I guess if we're really going to say glass half full, that's the sort of view I think we should take on it. But, yeah, Lockdown Wizards fans, hopefully we – I mean, it's weird to say, but hopefully we don't have a game Friday. But if we do, we'll provide the analysis we do every single day. Anthony, should we give these guys a hot take or something or leave them with something before we depart for the day or what? Why not? Why not give him a hot take? What do you What do you got in mind, Ben? This is my hot take, Anthony. I've mentioned him. This is probably going to come back to bite me because it's not rooted in any sense of rationality, any data, nothing. I think Anthony Gill, if he gets a chance, which he inevitably will, I think he'll earn a permanent spot in the rotation. He signed to a multi-year deal. I think not only will he earn a permanent spot in the rotation, he'll start turning some heads where he could end up being like this team six man. I think he could be that good. He's a really good shooter. He's got size and he's really smart. He moves well without the ball. He's everything you'd want in a basketball player. So it's kind of confusing why he hasn't played, but we'll see. Now Scott Brooks doesn't have a chance to play. Doesn't have doesn't have a reason not to play him. He's got to play his healthy bodies. Anthony Gill is one of the few. So that's my hot take. I think Anthony Gill is going to have 
some impressive games going forward and he'll turn some heads and maybe even crack the six-man sort of role for the team. It's probably absurd. Probably won't happen, but an optimistic hot take. Love that take. Love that hot take. Uh, I guess for me, um, you know, I'm, I definitely am rooting more for a trade, uh, more so than oh, okay. a than a free agent pickup just due to uh, the free agents available. So I, I'm going with as much as I want to see him in a D.C. uniform, I do think Troy Brown will be traded at some point coming up. Um, what did you say? Give me a name. Or we, what are the Wizards getting back, man? Wow. Give you a name? I mean, I I really have been – I've been eyeing – I've been eyeing Cleveland. I, I really would love to see them grab a guy like 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 a drum – like, you know, an Andre Drummond, maybe – Maybe a, a Larry Nance Jr. Maybe the Wizards can can finesse some sort of deal with second round picks. But yeah, I think the way that they just have been playing Troy Brown, he hasn't been getting too many minutes. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna deal him. That's my hot take. Lockdown Wizards fans, this wasn't as hot as it could have been. I was anxiously waiting. Oh, I was sitting oh, there man. on the edge of my bed waiting for the guy's name, and he never said it. What do you, who, you want me to give the hottest take? What? They're going to trade Troy Brown for, 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 for who? Who? LeBron? They're going to trade him for LeBron? James? <laughs> no. That's my hot take, no. guys. They're going after him. They're going after the best, the best player in the world. I wanted a JaVale McGee. Oh, JaVale. No, that would break the hearts of our listeners. Don't do that. Why? Let's bring JaVale back to D.C., man. Let's bring JaVale back. You want to ship young Troy Troy Brown out for JaVale. Would you do it? Shout out. Would you do it? Shout out, JaVale. I mean, I would not do it, but. Anthony, would you do it? No, I wouldn't do it. No, I would not do it. Ask me if I'd do it. Jesus, Ben. If you, Here, I'm, I'm, I'm Tommy Shepard. Call me. You know, ring, ring, ring. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? It's Anthony Cittadino over with Locked On Wizards, man. Hope everything has been well. You know, I just wanted to give you a call today to see if you're really looking, if you're really thinking about any trade possibilities. I've heard some rumors about you, you know, shipping Troy Brown out for a Javale McGee. You want to bring him back to the to, to, to DC? Is that is that what I'm hearing right? Look, um, Anthony, I love your podcast. First of all, it's it's ripe with analysis and it's fantastic. Thank you. Um, I know. Thank you. Not only is he exceptionally brilliant, but I think I want to add him to my staff. But to answer your question, <laughs> Anthony, we want JaVale back. Not only do we want JaVale back, I'll give you Troy Brown Jr. I'll throw in a second round pick because that's how badly we can use a guy like JaVale McGee. Not only because we want something to talk about on Lockdown Wizards. Oh, God and nostalgia reasons but three because javel mcgee is quietly not that bad wizards fans you might have a horrible memory of javel mcgee you might remember him running to his to the opposite court when he shouldn't have shooting on his own basket putting his jersey on the wrong way tripping over himself three times a game you might remember that but you know what else you remember you remember a seven foot one player who's still an elite player in terms of athleticism still a lob threat still a decent rim protector still a good rim runner and you know what he's not robin lopez he's not mo wagner he's better than those guys and what's troy brown doing anyway besides giving us false hope he hasn't played a minute so not only do i want javel mcgee anthony i'll give you a second round pick and troy brown send him back to dc all right tommy i i, I see that it's past your bedtime we gotta get you to we, we gotta get you to sleep, pal. Um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna get going. Hopefully by tomorrow you'll change your mind. There you go, 
locked on Wizards fans, Wizards fans all over, whoever out there listening, there you have it. Javel McGee is coming back. They're shipping Troy Brown out. Ben, you heard it from Ben first. Javel, welcome back, pal. Lockdown Wizards, that's all we got for you tonight. Thank you so much for listening. We always love rocking with you. We appreciate you. We love you. And we hope you guys um, have a great rest of your week. We hope you tune in again tomorrow with us again. Lockdown Wizards, Monday through Friday. Ben, do you have anything else for these guys? Yeah, don't kill me for the Javel McGee comment. It was uh, mostly in jest, but I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't hate to see him back in D.C. Wizards fans, thanks for listening. We love you. Remain safe, remain healthy, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Javel, if you're listening, shout out. We miss you, homie. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast at Free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.